Welcome or welcome back to the Amanda Perry podcast with me, Amanda Perry. Thank you for joining me this week. If you are listening in real time, then wow, what glorious weather we're having. And I really hope that you enjoyed the Easter break. If you're not listening in real time, then I hope it's still nice weather whenever you are listening. Otherwise, that's going to be really depressing if it's grey and miserable outside. So yeah, quick recap on this week. Um, Still tough out there, isn't it? I think a lot of people are finding it really, really difficult at the moment as we kind of transition out of uh, various pandemic statuses and into uh, this normality. There's so much going on in the world now that, you know, things just feel really, really uncertain. So if you are in that position, please know that you are not alone We are seeing it across the board, um, both in my community, so audiences on social, chatting in the DMs, there's a lot of uncertainty and, um, yeah, people just just generally trying to find their way through it. We're also seeing it with clients. We're really having to change up strategies and stuff that's worked before, just isn't working in the same way. People's shopping behaviours have really, really changed. And so, you know, we're adapting strategies to meet that. We're also adapting services to meet that. So whereas we've always been very focused on on full service and full delivery, we're now offering loads of different services, everything from consultancy, one-off consultancy and strategy through to creative packages, through to full service as well. So everyone's really looking at how they can adapt and get through this period and and for us certainly it's about how we can support people you know in the best possible way and meet them where they need us so maybe that's something that you could go back and look at for your business as well um this week we are relaunching our grow plus service which is our done with you agency service um which we launched uh, about a month ago and it's gone really well we've had some brilliant feedback some amazing wins particularly from email marketing i'm finding email and the whole retention piece of marketing absolutely fascinating at the moment and really where where we should be spending our time and efforts i think most people have this huge pool of customers that they're just not really speaking to and going back to for sales so that's a great place to start if you're feeling stuck maybe having a look at at how you can go back and get another purchase from those customers so yeah we relaunch grow plus next week if you're listening in real time then that will be today (laughs) the 25th of april so i'll pop a link in the show notes if you want to check that out um, and come and join us there come join us in that community uh, so yeah thank you for joining this week cannot wait for you to hear this episode this is one of my favorite designers she's a trend hunter she's a color obsessive if you follow her on instagram you'll see that she's completely obsessed with color and shape and form and she's my go-to for any branding project she just did a brilliant uh, rebrand for for soup agency recently and also for grow plus so she's my absolute go-to and i'm thrilled to bring her onto the show this week to talk everything trend color 
and branding how you can look at doing it yourself and save you some money there so without further ado i introduce you to louise o'kane from lula creates enjoy the show Welcome back to the show. Today's guest is my absolute go-to for any big thinking design projects. A designer, trend hunter, color obsessive and creative studio boss, Louise really is making waves in the industry. With design trends moving faster than ever, thanks to social media, Louise not only stays ahead of them, but creates them with her sharp eye and relentless drive for disrupting the norm. I'm so happy to welcome Louise to the show today. I know that branding and design is something so many businesses struggle with, so I can't wait to pull some golden nuggets out of her today. Welcome to the show, Louise O'Kane from Lula Creates. Hello, what an intro. What an intro. Like, yeah. What an intro. You've got, got a lot to live up to there. Trend. Yeah, I have. Is it <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. No, thank you for um, coming on the show and from your pink um, palace there for anyone that sees any of the video clips that we're going to put out. I absolutely yes. love your office. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always wary of anyone who gets on a call with me or anything and doesn't mention my office. <laughs> yeah. like, are you going to vibe? I'm not sure. Huge red flags, huge red flags. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's my kind of uh, intro that always feels a bit weird listening to, doesn't it, when you are the person that's been spoken about. I wondered if you could give us your version of, like, your your career journey. Like, what's Mm -hmm. what's brought you up to the modern day and starting Lula Creates? Yeah, so I did... um... I didn't go straight into doing graphic design from school or anything like that. I didn't know that was necessarily what I wanted to do, but I knew I was good at making stuff look good. So um, all the creative, do you know, all the creative subjects were always my thing. Yeah. Um, but when I was, um, I went and did a couple of jobs, as you do, and I always ended up making things look really good. But yeah. like whatever job I did, I'd fall into that. So I did end up going off and doing a design degree. Um, which is cool, then went into marketing agency, ended up doing the creative, no surprise. Um, but then I had my boys, um, I ended up getting made redundant because I've reduced my hours so much, it was just one of those. Um, and then I set up what was a children's interiors company. Oh, I don't wow. know how much of this you know. So no, I, know but I did, um, I was making like clocks and art for children's rooms. But then through that, there was a really lovely Twitter community at that point. It was quite small, um, probably, you know, like went back when Insta was quite small. Yeah. Um, and I got through that. I was getting, I was obviously doing, running that business, but I was also getting design inquiries. Like, would you do this for me? Would you do that for me? So um, I ended up basically letting that take over because mm-hmm. the retail business I set up as great as they were and they, like John Lewis talked about stocking them, but my business, it wasn't viable. Like yeah. the speakers didn't stack up, which yeah. is a hard lesson, but it's a good lesson. Yeah. Um, went on to uh, design. So I ended up designing for a company called Mutu System, which is um, kind of a femtech brand, freelance from like when she had one, two users to 70,000. Oh, wow. When, yeah and the business got really really big I was doing the design across the board but it it got too big basically Mm -hmm. for me um and I wanted to kind of 
go back to that small business and helping business owners, female founders, whatever, setting up their businesses, branding them up, kind of a bit more experimentation, I suppose, like um, really play with my creativity. So I did that a couple of years ago and went all in. And yeah, I'm loving it, basically. That's, That's my inner nutshell. Love it. It's just one of those journeys where you just things just keep shifting a little bit and you go, right, okay, that I'm done with that. Let's let's move on to the next bit. That's so interesting. So like for me, you've got a really, really identifiable style, and that's that's why I love working with you. Do you feel like um, when you're saying you're working with that that uh, app, I can't imagine that that was the style that you you love now did you find like in the beginning you were kind of doing whatever work you had to do and as time's gone on you can be a bit more selective and and also hone your style at the same time I guess yeah that is exactly that is exactly kind of my prompt for for kind of moving away from that because I was designing to yeah it was just the creativity had gone out of it creating stuff that looked nice but I wasn't able to experiment to the extent that I wanted to. Um, and also, like you say, I've got this thing where I always think, if I don't do this when I'm like 90, <laughs> am I going to regret not having played with my creativity more? Do you yeah. know? And it really niggled at me. And I was like, and it was, I mean, when I did it, it was the beginning of COVID. Husband works in the film industry. That had shut down. It was like the most risky time for me to do it. Yeah. But... I was like, I've got to just do this and just make this brave move. And because I know it's going to be what makes me happy. So Yeah. And yeah. and happiness but, is obviously we have to pay the bills and keep a roof over our head. But pursuing happiness is often the thing that leads to the better jobs, better clients, better yeah. satisfying work. That, yeah, That's it. And I wanted to... I wanted to know I could do it. Like I saw designers all over the place. I mean, I'm always looking out at design. Yeah. What I do constantly is look at aesthetics and everything else. And I'm seeing people do doing stuff thinking, oh, but I, I can do that. Like yeah. I'm on like <clears throat> creative boom or creative review or whatever. And I'm thinking I can do that, but yeah. I'm not. So yeah. I mean, that's what I want to do. And what a time so. to do it as well. Like so, I guess so many people would um at that time you know your husband's works kind of all messed up because of covid a lot of people would have stuck to the safety of of that contract wouldn't they so yeah good for you doing that that must have been scary but liberating yeah I think I needed the pressure yeah I was talking to someone about it yeah yeah it's like I have not got a choice here yeah like I want this to happen it can happen I just need and I need that pressure to do it yeah and it's not even in like a like a boss babe like you know failure isn't an option you're like no actually failure isn't an option like I have to fail kids (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and that was yeah that was um yeah to be honest it's a really it was such a happy time I think it's a weird time for us all but it was such a good time like just to like yeah and take that risk and I always say and I again I was saying someone the other day the things that I know the things that move me on the quickest are the things that scare me the most yeah yeah I've worked that out yeah so 
that was scary yeah but I it it took me on so far in a short space of time because I had to crack on yeah um yeah there's no option brilliant I love it I love it so I guess kind of hand in hand with that with being able to develop your own style and having a very clear sense of you know what you do love doing now obviously playing around with that creativity always but you know the the like colors and the kind of vibe that Mm -hmm. you have who is like your ideal client like when you get an inquiry through who who do you think um uh, yeah I'd love to work with them they get it is it would it be down to like their business or the 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 product or the kind of project brief or what would that who would that be who would that be so I would say I I, this is where I was at and I would think it's those bigger thinkers those people who are looking ahead and seeing Mm -hmm. this like I totally believe in their brand yeah like in in what they're creating and everything else someone who puts their trust so someone who has an awareness of design appreciates design and aesthetic and colour and type but doesn't have the means of putting it into action like to actually putting it together yeah um so they can put their trust in me to um to do that for them Mm. um yeah and who I mean who are they I mean quite often they're female founders it's not like I don't exclusively work for females at all um but that's kind of the world that I'm in so it tends to be those but it's those it's when they're thinking about the vision of their brand they're thinking they're thinking big because I will think big yeah yeah, when I'm designing your brand I will be thinking about you in five years time and it's yeah and it's big yeah that's just what I that's just what I do and I guess people Um, who like value brand as well I think so many people uh, I know we worked on we've worked on a few branding projects recently and mm-hmm. I, I know I said to you when when we got that first deck through for the agency rebrand like yeah. it made me feel like a different person it made me like yeah. fall in love with the business again and I said to you I was joking but I said like it made me want to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe I was like oh this is who I am yeah now, <laughs> now I have to live up to this yeah but that's it isn't it it's like valuing the valuing what that rebrand or what your brand does for the business or for 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 you I suppose yeah and I want the brands that I create to challenge you to give you that yeah. excitement because yeah, yeah it's it, I, I always say when I whenever I've rebranded or anything you get to that point which is like the sweet spot where just it, everything just as you feel so proud of it yeah. that you want to you want to tell the world about it we're not being like modest anymore it's like yeah. look at this like yeah it, it looks amazing it is amazing do you know <laughs> And it, it represents yeah. you, doesn't it? It represents you in the right way. Yeah. It's not like yeah. I know when I've done stuff myself, and one day it'll be you know this shade of pink, and the next it'll be this other shade, and I'll see a new font, and I'll go, oh, I love that, and start using yeah. it. And it's just like no, that's not how. Yeah, it's not okay. and it gets yeah, it gets messy, it gets inconsistent. Um, it's easy. I mean, it's easy to do that. I mean, luckily that's what I 
do. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Because yeah, because um, you yeah, I'm moving people. from one branch to the next, so I can go. Oh, okay, I like that one. I'll take yeah, that yeah. one for the yeah. next project. Um, but as a brand, you don't ideally do not want to be jumping around like no. that. Really, I mean, experimenting is great, but you want some level of consistency. Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, I guess like on the flip side of that, what's um not your not ideal client but if someone was to inquire with you what would be like the worst thing they could say to you so um you know someone who who like doesn't value it at all you see a brief come through and you're just like oh god red flags like what would that be that would be um so someone who's basically seen something someone else is doing it wants to carbon copy it mm. can you do this a bit different um but it's basically I always say I don't like to do default I don't like mm. to um just kind of re- replicate what someone's already doing it's like I want people to be thinking creatively and yeah. switching things up so someone who is that basically I want this this is I've got this stuck in my mind this is what I want um I mean that's yeah I mean quite often I would create in that instance where someone has got a set idea that's not saying people can't have their ideas I always ask for inspiration like there's a line there's a fine line between inspiration telling me exactly what you like is there's a difference yeah I'll always ask you to give me a move forward as you know yeah yeah Um, point me to anything that you like I always use I quite often use you as an example where you gave me some trainers (laughs) <laughs> I had people give me train well not give me training she didn't give me them but who show me trainers I was literally like great. I was like I don't know what you can do with this but I love like look at these colors um they're my yeah. favorite trainers when the day that I can't wear them anymore I'll, I think I'll cry <laughs> oh I love that but yeah it's that it literally is that like there is inspiration for me in everything yeah um, and those things, as random as they may seem, help me build a picture of who you are and what you love. And that yeah. is ultimately what we're going for with the brand. I'm not going to take you in a direction that's totally away from who you are. Um, but it's all those little bits that make up that the brand. Build that picture, which yeah. is and sets me off and goes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like gives you, you have to, you have to know where you're starting from, don't you? Definitely. Yeah. That you can't, I love it when, when I see your little email pop up and you're like, here's, here's some concepts, take a look through. And I get like that, like butterflies. I'm like, oh my God. Who do I? I love it's it. never not yeah scary. yeah I bet it must be because it mu- it's it's very personal isn't it like that's yeah. you're not saying like oh, I'll go back to the team and feed that back it's literally you creating it and putting everything into it yeah and I'll just yeah and I will genuinely I like I'll always say I take quite a bit of time for concepts because I want to create something that I love yeah that I will buy into yeah I suppose um, and so when I give it to you, it's, it's really nerve-wracking. Yeah, like, of course it is. Oh. And then sometimes people don't realise that and they'll leave it like a day and I'm like, oh, no. God, I always, I always yeah, like, oh, I have to reply straight away. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then they'll come back like two days later and go, 
oh, we love it. It's yeah. Like, well, couldn't you have, I haven't slept for two days. <laughs> you've not told me before. Like you could have just like DM me on Instagram or something. Just tell me. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. Where do you? I don't want you to give away like all of your secrets, but where do you um, get your like inspiration from? How do you identify trends? How do you keep on top of stuff like that? Um, I like for me, it's like it genuinely is all over the place a lot of what I put on my insta stories is interiors Mm. um which I'm obsessed with interiors but quite often they're they're all of them overlap like um like you'll see things in tears like at the moment there's a real trend for curves not like not like um organic curves like more structured curves do you know there's from it's from that it's from um design websites like you created for view creative boom I will quite often at the beginning of a project just immerse myself for that first day of a project I will just go into these kind of sites and just kind of look around and you know just see what's going on it's funny it's like it can be from a magazine cover yeah. or a book cover or or anything that just yeah my Insta saves are just an absolute like <laughs> treasure trove. That's brilliant, um, though. I think it's it's really refreshing to hear. I know all designers, are, you know, inspired by each other, but I think that there there can be a real snobbery, can't there, around kind of being the first or something. And you know, there's nothing yeah. under the sun, is there? It's about your creative take on um on yeah trends and and yeah design that's it and that the thing is there isn't any rules in it and I spent years like beating myself up or like you can't do because you don't know like the typographic rules or you don't and actually it's freer than that yeah it's about experimenting and having fun and we are I think in a different it is different in that way now I think there's a lot more experimentation nobody's kind of challenging go oh that's not technically correct because well yeah yeah yeah, it's just that's it I think the people who are doing that there's you know we can all think of those quite um sort of traditional design agencies who would potentially be a little bit more snobby around you know yeah the rule of thirds or whatever whatever it's called it's probably yeah that is exactly it and there's some of that there's some of it like using grids or whatever there's some of those things that we can do um to kind of keep it within the rules but also don't let that constrain you if you if I was to think oh I can't do that because I mean it's just boring (laughs) what do you sorry carry on no no go on Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what impact do you think that Instagram has had on design? I guess that's when I said earlier, like trends move so fast now, don't they? And I guess that Instagram's one of the sort of carriers of that. What what impact do you think that it's had on on design? I suppose it's like double sided, really, isn't it? It's like. Um... I suppose in a way, I would say that Instagram has become a pool of, some of Instagram, of mediocre design, mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, just everybody doing their own design. 
which is fair enough. I get that people have got to do that. That's fine. Um, but it, in a way, it's made everybody a designer, mm. um, which is, yeah, it's, I suppose that's the, that's for me, um, the kind of negative side of it. It's become, yeah, it's... Um, but then I guess the positive side of that is that it allows you and and actual designers to really stand out, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, that is very true. That is a positive side. A positive side as well is that there is so much visual inspiration yeah. for us in this in Instagram. Mm. But do you know, there's definitely goods and bads kind of to it all, isn't it? So who, it's also who, getting, it's also getting, it is getting this, it's, it's DIYs it might be or whatever. It's also giving people this platform to get to the point where they come to me and go, people are able to build businesses on it. And then they're coming to me and going, okay, I've got this like, huge following. They've yeah. tested their business idea. It's working. They come to me and then go, Louise, I need it sorting out. Do you know? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, who who do you think, following on from that then, who do you think is really to blame, Instagram or Canva? <laughs> Canva. <laughs> uh, if I, like, I can't hate Canva. It's great. I mean, I, I'll create people's templates in Canva, as you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that they are able to put some good design into practice. But Canva. Yeah. Canva's the real villain in this story. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it is, which was as you put on your insta post this morning was you invented two years before it I came com- out I completely <laughs> I, honestly I sat and I told my friend all about it what it should be but like all of this stuff and then and then just like you know slept and got went about right. my business and then she comes out and it's worth like 500 trillion billion or whatever it's worth yeah yeah I mean it's there was a place for it it's great it yeah good. there was as you know there was a place for it you just didn't do it I know um, I know um but yeah it is I, it's not my enemy um it's it's a great thing it's just um creatively restrictive yeah and also well creatively restrictive but also in some ways not restrictive enough like you could literally go on there and use any color any font any template mm-hmm. any you know and if so if you don't have an eye for design um then the yeah it's it's easy to create a monstrosity isn't it yeah yeah and I would say to anyone that is using it just keep it really simple yeah just just pull it right back don't fill it up with with your with the canva assets whatever just choose a really nice simple format and um yeah I really love those templates I love those templates on like creative marquee you can get those templates Mm. like if people are just starting out and can't afford um Uh, to work with someone like you then I mm-hmm. think they're they're a pretty good solution although again they can be a bit um they can look great when they've done them and then you can easily kind of butcher them yeah yeah I remember talking to you about this before didn't we where you'd bought some but it's like you still need some of them you still need that yeah. designer eye yeah um, but there are there's loads of stuff like that and and I think it's 
it's worth investing in them yeah um <clears throat> the same way I say invest in paid fonts just to up level yourself a little bit yeah um that kind of thing just yeah yeah, yeah there, are, there are little things that you can do aren't there to make a difference I guess following on from that how do you feel when you see a trend blow up online like the um you know gradient backgrounds of 2021 yeah. and how yeah. do you feel when yeah, you yeah, see yeah. something that maybe something that you've used and you mm-hmm. love and then you just see it everywhere because it's got onto bloody canvas somehow <laughs> yeah yeah that's it you can see it feel yeah you can see it these things filter through I suppose in a way I find it quite comforting that i I saw it before. You were that. right. Like yeah. I was, yeah. So I yeah. go, oh, okay, yeah. I thought that was going to be a thing. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, those of course, gradient backgrounds, extended fonts. Um, I suppose I'll sometimes like do a newsletter, which will say I have um, oh, trend carefully or something like that, where it's like, actually, this is becoming quite mainstream if you want to be a bit different maybe back off from using this in your brands at the moment whatever extended fonts was one these kind of obvious gradient backgrounds there's a very very pastely thing going on at the moment which I think can be done really really well but you don't want it to be too flouncy and there's Mm. a very like you're just hitting that balance isn't it Mm. but um yeah I um it's it's all good really it's like that's just how it is isn't it Mm. And I'll look, and I can look back at designs I did a few years ago and go, oh my god! But I know that at the time they were, yeah, the way to do it. They were like, leading rather than following, and then yeah, 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 yeah. It's like happening all the time. Like it's happening all the time. What we, what I'm creating today in three years' time will be mainstream. Well, it might be sooner than that, but you know. I guess it's a bit like, um, it happens in every industry, doesn't it? I guess it's a bit like, you know, you'll see Paris Fashion Show and then a few months later, or, you know, you'll see a knockoff version Mm. of something in Primark or like, you know, like a watered down version. I guess it's it's kind of a similar principle to that, isn't it? Yeah, and that, and then the fashion houses will be moving it on. They'll yeah. be ahead of that. They'll be doing exactly by that point. Yeah, but that's you can't play it that safe. I don't think with anything like the site painting, like office pink or whatever. Obviously, we're going to get borders. Obviously, we're going to move on. Like you don't want to play it all safe, so no. that you're always just just kind of not on trend. You just. Yeah, otherwise you'd never do anything, I guess, would you? No, no, exactly. And what some trend... people are all right with that. Yeah, no, I agree. What what trends do you see, like, coming up? Where do you think that things are going? Like you say, there's a lot of pastels around, a lot of, like, gradients. Mm. Where do you see things going? Okay, good question. So there's quite a bit of um, gothic fonts, I think, mm. gothic. Oh, I can't say it. Gothic fonts are a thing. Um, I think you'll see more of them. Um, metallic, uh, like chrome. Oh, you'll see chrome. Oh, not I like think. the rose gold trend that we had. Please. Uh, no, no, oh, like the gold, like chrome lettering. Oh, nice. Um, 
what else is there? Just this kind of obscurity in, um, it's quite hard in photography and all that kind of thing. Mm. So, you know, you lazy oats, like that kind of mm. slight obscurity in the fashion you see it with like, I don't know if you know Paloma Wool, but then it's just all a bit obscure. Mm. There's definitely a bit of that. Um, obviously like the food industry, there's this really poppy, I know we've had lots of conversations about the photography and stuff, like this real poppy, bold, um, do you know this kind of I call it um what do I call it like um, high, that high flash yeah oh we had a name for it that we've now forgotten um yeah, yeah you, call, you call it um modern nostalgia don't you that's the one yeah. yeah modern nostalgia it's like it's not retro it's not doesn't look like an old photo but it's got those kind of um, vintagey vibes about it, yeah, the drapes, yeah. the velvet drapes, yeah, um, all that kind of thing. That is a that is a definite vibe at the moment. Um, so yeah, I see a lot of food packaging and drinks packaging at the moment. Yeah, there's the this guy on. I'm sorry, I'm I'm completely listening to what you're saying, but I'm trying to look for that Instagram account. Pretty cool strangers. Oh um, yeah, it's good, isn't best. it? Like I don't know what that style is, but I love it. Oh yeah, I think it really plays into that. Like, um, you know, we've seen a lot recently with like blurred photography <laughs> and that like. Yeah distorted kind of look yeah. he does that so like I just yeah I think I've yeah him through you actually but I just absolutely yeah. love his stuff it's that it's that grain it's um slight blur on letters mm. um so uh, here's another here's one of my trade secrets is that I will quite often go to brands like brands like up their brands websites and see what they're doing uh like say liberties I'll do it I'll do it with some of the fashion brands, the fashion houses. Mm. Like, what what are they doing? And then I'll see it on there. I'm like, okay, yeah, I thought so. And then like yellow writing on top of stuff. You, I know you like that. Again, yeah. it's an example of a client who comes to me and goes, I like that. Yeah, I just don't know how to do it. And yeah. that, you know, yeah, like building yeah. a. But I, I know that one of the things with uh, so you've just redone the the soup agency brand in which. Oh my God, I love and has had Good such an amazing reception online. Like people just love it. And you've also done uh, my brand and then some of the, the sub brands that we're, we're launching as well. Um, yeah. And I think that was the key thing for me was like, I love design and I love kind of messing around with stuff, but I need that center point to start from. But we yeah. also discussed like not having anything so rigid that we can never introduce um you know a different a different like color within the palette or a different slightly different font or something and just yeah. having that flexibility because I think well I think we need to get away from thinking that a brand is just Instagram because everyone goes straight to like Instagram yeah. don't they but yeah. thinking about that and about the feed the feed it's not what it used to be. No one wants a bloody checkerboard or, a, you know, this really kind yeah. of static feed anymore, do they? People want this, uh, just that bit of flexibility yeah. in it. Yeah. It's no, we don't want the structure. We went through that phase of every feed being really structured. And mm. um, I think it's becoming a lot more, um, it's a lot freer. 
um it's like even the photo dump trend you know that they're yeah. talking about at the moment where people just dump it's like I said to someone the other day I feel like there's a chance Insta might go back towards what it was before where it's um it is an aesthetic thing yeah um like a like, they said to me what do you of. yeah what do you look at on Insta and I was like actually it's like things that just aesthetically are beautiful mm-hmm. or um memes yeah 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 that's it yeah. There's, no, there's no in between <laughs> that's it no and that's kind of what I'm using it for maybe I'm hopeful in that sense I think there's probably something else to come after Instagram yeah um, I think uh, but, yeah I think that there's a lot of people who've built businesses on Instagram that are really um concerned at the moment aren't there there's there's some you know big shifts going on what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given um yeah can you share that piece of advice and how it impacted you um if I'm honest the best piece of advice was from a book oh I haven't got it here all right is am I allowed to have yeah oh yeah of course (laughs) that's all right it's the Mark Manson oh Um, yeah the art yeah, of not giving, laugh, not giving a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I read, and I will credit it for literally changing my life. Really? <clears throat> because that was that probably that pivotal point where um, I'd kind of always been quite a people pleaser. Whoever asked me to do work, I always said, yeah. Do you know? And then it was I just had this thing where I was like I've just got to I've got to prioritize stuff and start Mm. saying no to stuff and um doing what I want Mm. and that was and like yeah so that was big life-changing and the thing I said earlier about the things doing the things that scare you the most moving you on like that is that that again is pivotal for me like I all the time I think I'll get someone who come to me and ask me to do something who I'm like like can I do that and then you do it and then you go yeah I can do that and you move on to the next thing don't you and it's yeah yeah and then your level of like tolerance is that much higher isn't it because you've done the thing you're like either actually I did that and I loved it or I did that and I thought I wanted to do we had a client last year that I was like amazing this is exactly who we want to be working with and and, you know it it wasn't like we quickly learned it's a very different structure and didn't work for us at all so yeah I think by doing it that that's what moves you forward isn't it because you learn from it good or bad I think that's yeah I think that is such a valid point because it's you we're telling ourselves all the time that this is what this is what I'm going for this is what I want and then actually you get that and go no it actually doesn't yeah. float my boat like that's yeah. what that's what and then you change but you're, you're learning it all the time aren't you yeah. it's a game really isn't it yeah game. because also I guess that the the sort of definition of success changes a bit doesn't it because it mm-hmm. might be something that you know 10 years ago you would have been happy to sacrifice everything for whereas now you're doing a job and thinking this is like really demanding and no longer fits in with me, mm-hmm. you know, look, having a family or looking after the kids yeah. or having my, having a, a life outside of business that, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, you would have gladly kind of 
slept on a office floor and done whatever you needed yeah. to do you know exactly exactly and it's just yeah I think that's it I think every stage I'm at I just feel like <clears throat> I'm learning and I just just you'll be the same you're just mm. learning as you go along again yeah I want more of that I don't want that like yeah one foot in front of the other love it yeah, and so what fun. what advice would you give to anyone listening that is looking to uh, either rebrand or do their own design and and they're they they are in a position where they have to do elements of that themselves what would be your sort of um anchors of design that they should really look for to make sure that they're not just kind of grabbing everything mm. from the and putting it onto a template yeah so I would I would create some kind of brand foundation um so obviously the obvious thing is you're going to choose fonts and you're going to choose colors mm. um but when you are presented with fonts and colors but no idea of where to put them that's really really hard like I, I talked to another designer the other day we were saying how actually we never look as designers we don't look really we look obviously take note of the colors and the fonts but we look for examples mm. of um of how the brand's being used because the colors and the fonts don't really tell us that much um so um, i think it's really important to look at look outside of instagram yeah for inspiration so look at um like i said these design the design websites that i've mentioned maybe kind of dip into them go to some like like higher level agencies look at the work they're doing look at how simple some of their their insta content is yeah um and then basically create a couple of really simple templates maybe buy a font um that you like that gives you a little bit of unique um but just yeah keep it simple take inspiration outside of Instagram come up with this kind of structure stick to it don't change what you're doing every week be experimental but um yeah and then obviously when you can when your business is flying then, then invest in yeah. the brands or whatever. But, I think that there's um, a lot about discipline, isn't there? I think I know you. We've discussed this before, but a lot of a lot of design is about what you don't do as much as what you do do, and I think that's that's yeah. maybe what we're what we're saying or what you're saying about Canva is that there isn't. It doesn't. You have to provide that discipline because you could literally like sit there for hours chucking every single element onto a design couldn't you and then yeah you know yeah and it becomes really confusing like yeah. you look at something and you don't you can't compute the information like and actually it's I I will often say my design my key to good design is literally is simplicity mm. it's just keeping it simple and quite often even designers some designers feel like they need to design more yeah. to justify what they've done yeah and actually the sim it's the, the genius is the simplicity and just the just the balance do you know yeah and knowing when it, to start yeah. yeah yeah like it's what's on the tile that's gonna like is really gonna make waves or make impact if yeah. you know what I mean it might stop the scroll if it's gorgeous but um but you know 
yeah it's not um it's a tricky one but I say that just keep it simple um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. keep it simple be disciplined love it thank you yeah very very much absolute nuggets there where can people find you if they want to um I'm sure most people follow you anyway but if they want to find you and be inspired by your amazing designs um they can find me obviously on Instagram which we've talked a lot about which is at Lula Creates um and on my website um lulacreates.co.uk um which is just yeah just basically my portfolio on there but instagram is just kind of where i put a bit of my work normally on the stories i'm just dumping all those luscious faves that i've got um brilliant i will put those in the show notes so people can come and follow you thank you for taking the time to speak today really pleasure yeah I love chatting design with you it's something that I'm uh, you know I I love design I love color I love like getting inspired by trends and stuff myself but I am definitely someone who has no discipline and I would just carry on like you know changing things up every week if I could so thank you for being the discipline in my life that I need (laughs) wrapping your knuckles Amanda yes yeah what the hell is this (laughs) come back come back I've lost her brilliant (laughs) thank you so much Louise thanks for taking the time out for us and I can't wait to see what trends you develop next oh thank you so much thanks take care bye-bye